Welcome back to Movie Lads, episode number six. Episode number five. Welcome back to Movie Lads, episode number five. Episode number five, where the lads talk about movies. Where the movie lads strike back, maybe? Um, you could say it's Return of the Lads, perhaps. No, it'd be ep- episode five is Empire Strikes Back. Oh, we're doing that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Return yeah. of the Lads. We're Ret- back. Empire- the lads strike back. Yeah, the lads are returning to strike back. Mm. It's Return of the Lads striking back. Revenge of the Lads. Don't do that. Okay. All right. Too deep. It'll. It's going to awaken now. What's up, Josh? How you doing? Jamming out, dude. Um, Scout, my dog, has been staring at a wall for the last hour. It's kind of freaking me out. Yeah, she loves watching movies on walls. Those are her own head movies that she made up. It's a little crease in the wall. Those beautiful little <laughs> wall movies. Wall movies. It's probably, yeah. I think she's doing all right with it, though. How are you doing, Matt? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm excited to get back in the seat. It's been a while. Um, back into the hot chair. Comfy couch. Comfy couch. We're getting back in this rhythm. It feels good. Yeah, we're going rapid fire with the podcast now. We're getting into a really, like, like any peak athlete, we're getting into a rhythm. Yeah, if any of you guys follow, you should get a double whammy drop. And this is going to be double the whammy. second whammy drop. This is a combo meal. We're talking four or five simultaneous double whammy. Dropping hard. We're dropping a, a double whammy of two movie lads on you back to back. But uh, we've had a big week. Huge week. Huge week in movie news. Monster week, dude. So huge week in movie news. Huge week for Star Wars. Huge week for Star Wars. And not a great week for Crimson Peak. Well. Well, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. It's, it's a matter of perspective on that one. Yeah. But let, let's, let's start this episode off with some movie news. News, news, news. news. We did it. All right. So let's. Uh, this is a, a part of the show where we talk about the goings ons of the movie business. Rumors. Rumors. The rumor um, mill. The rumors. The the juicy gossips. The fun new trailers. The upcoming features. The anything. The what have yous of the of the industry that might be going on because we are pretty deep in the industry. Oh, well, I love and like I love what we have going on here. Just as the lads, it's just you and I. We get to control our own little gossip group. You know. So like, we're our, on the our, gossip our, our, circle. Our, our office gossip here. We have complete control. Yeah. No, uh, the many often we meet each other by the water cooler just to exchange Hollywood gossip. Yeah. There's so much Hollywood gossip in going on in the studio here right now. It's yeah. crazy. Um, but to start it off, we have a confirmed sequel of the a new Tom Cruise movie. This is huge, guys. And it's not Edge of Tomorrow. It's Jack Reacher 2. And it has a title as of today. Jack Reacher 2, Live, Die, Repeat. Repeat. No, it's actually Jack Reacher two. Never look back. And <laughs> I love, I love this title. I love, I love the twist on the whole Jack Reacher franchise. I love that they're building it out. And you know, I, I think in this one, he, it's like he is gonna look back. And then like the, you know, it's the, the title's ironic. Yeah, because sometimes the only way to move forward is to deal with your past. And we all know that it. A character like Jack Reacher's got a lot of skeletons in his closet. So many skeletons. You know, we saw that first movie. You don't even know what what's going on. Small small town action hero. You know, it starts off where like a mobster is like, he's a cop, or maybe he used to, he be, used a cop, to be a cop, but he doesn't care. But he doesn't no, care. He has nothing to live for. Nothing to live for. It's kind of like John Rambo, but like you know, John Rambo was in Vietnam. Like yeah. you you get some backstory. 
And by the end of that movie, it's like, holy shit, this guy went through some serious stuff. Here with Jack Reacher, Jack Reacher, you're left in the dark. You're totally in the dark. This is a man without a country, a man without a past, a man who could be any. He's the boogeyman. He's also Superman. Who knows? There's even a line in the movie where he says, uh, I, I'm not the hero. And that's what should frighten you most if you know what's good for you. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not the boogeyman. I'm not the hero. And it's like, I'll meet you at the quarry at dawn. Yeah. I'm, I'm a ghost. But I'm not a ghost. But I got a machine gun and I'm at the quarry. Yeah. There's a lot of quarry shootouts in it's that It's a small film. town. That um, the, the main industry is quarry works. I think it takes place in like the biggest city in West Virginia. Yeah, Quarry Town, Virginia. <laughs> West Quarry yeah, Town. Yeah, a lot of quarries out there contaminating our damn water. So <laughs> that's exactly what they're doing. So we're talking uh, Jack Reacher 2 Return to Quarry Town. Yeah, Quarry Town 2. The Quarry Town battle. Well, it's like a battle look, for Quarry a look, Town. A look back at Quarry Town. Whoa, this is a deep um, analogy for the whole. <laughs> Metasphere of Jack Reacher. Yeah, it's a quarry because you dig deeper. But as you dig deeper, man, you ruin and the earth. And can we just talk about Tom Cruise <laughs> for a second? He's doing great stuff. Have you seen his body, dude? I mean, he's he's looking. He's kind of weird. He's still short. <laughs> he's still a little weird. It's but like, like he's really more cut, cut than ever. But it's also like a weird cut. He's cut. It's like a dude's fucking cut. It's like a lab cut. Like if you cut in a laboratory, right. it's like enhanced lab. It's like if um I. What's the the Russian from from Rocky three, uh, Rocky four, Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. Yeah, if yeah. he actually got trained in a lab, he would look like a big version of what Tom Cruise looks like. So, <laughs> Ivan Drago or Dolph Lundgren, uh, the character. Okay, not the person. Yeah, well, they markered on real. his like six pack. You know, they did a little sharpie touch up on a lot of that stuff. I think I saw a guy with calf implants today. With what? Calf implants. Ooh, nice. It was a weird build. He had um, a large upper body build with really thin arms and these really thin legs, but these really, really big calves. How do you know he just doesn't just work his calves? Well, he had like these weird kind of like um, seams under the back of his calves. And I was walking behind him for like six blocks, so it was impossible not to stare at him. Was it, Were they like zippers? Like you could unzip it and like put... Yeah, you could hide your, your goodies in there. Yeah. Your good and plenties. Right. Ooh, that could be a new business idea for us. Zippered implants. The zipper fake calves to sneak um, goodies into the movies. I like zipper implants. Yeah, zipper implants. That's perfect. Like you could do zipper boob implants. You could do zipper calf implants. Zipper calf. Zipper butt. Zipper butt. <laughs> Girl got a zipper <laughs> butt, dude. Million dollar idea. You heard it here first, folks. Patent pending. Zipperbutt.com. Zipper butt. I don't think you should go to that website. Don't go to that, <laughs> don't website. Go to that website. Um. So moving on with movie news, we have uh, news, 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 news. <laughs> Uh, we have uh, like not a, not quite sequel news. What is it then? It's a prequel. Say what? We're saying we're talking prequel. I mean, I guess come it's again. A sequel. Die Hard Six prequel. Is this the Kevin Smith one? We're, no, we're diving back into his past though. Whoa! Oh, so this is, is the theme for our show tonight. Is, yeah, it's all about going back into the past. You gotta go for. You gotta go back to go forward. You gotta go back to go forward. So, uh, we have a. Uh, Die Hard 6 confirmed with a prequel uh, with Bruce Willis um, going back to his 1979 gritty streets in New York days. Is he and playing his dad? No, he's playing the detective that he played before he ran into Nakatomi Towers and beat those Germans. Except like 40 years older? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know how they're – I don't know if they casted somebody to play a young – I heard they got Andy Serkis for this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. John McClane. They're going to... John McClane. John McClane. McLeod. 
Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Is it? I don't think that's from that movie. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. That's not, that's not from that movie. Yeah, that's definitely from that movie. That's not from the Die Hard franchise. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. You're thinking of Blazing Saddles. I get it. That's not, no, it's, that's Die Hard. Um, but I don't know. I'm excited. You know, everyone, everyone in the, in the movie world, they're fired up about this announcement. They're fired up about it. Who do you think the bad guy is going to be? Some like gritty street thug that he has to, you know, it's going to be 1979. It can't be like an international gold thief. Well, it could, it could play on the the Germans again. The Germans have kind of been done. Yeah, maybe I think um, the Russians could use a little more attention right now. I feel like a little Cold War. If you want to go deep, go with like the North Koreans, man. You can go. They're deep. a good enemy. Cold War is always good with Die Hard. It's Cold always War is good. Well. Cold War is always on the table. I mean, hasn't it only been German and Russian enemies? There's yeah. been no <laughs> other bad guys. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so they're pretty much the standard enemies. Yeah, you could fight like aliens or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, yeah. Oh, it's like uh, late 70s. Ronald Reagan's about to enter office. Cold War's happening. You're such a history buff. You know, I love reading nonfiction. You're um, such a history buff. You know, mostly the Reagan era. I love Reagan. He's um, he's a young Reaganite. What can I say? I love him. He just loves the guy. I love the, the guy. I love his he, philosophy. Matt actually looks like I love like his approach young, towards politics. Young Reagan. And most importantly, I love his acting. That's one thing the lads appreciate is a blend of acting and politics. And that's why fucking Obama is destroying our country. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. He, should, he should go back to the movies, though. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Put, put Obama back yeah, in the movies. Yeah, put Obama back on the screen. Uh, he's he's great. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Good save there. Good save. What else we got in the movie news this uh, week? Well, Obama's new film... No, but seriously, we'd love to see Obama in a film. Yeah, he's been in movies, hasn't he? He's been <laughs> maybe Saturday Night Live. Is that a movie? Yeah, he was it's in a, a yeah. TV movie once a week. Anyway, movie news. We're news, really, news, really, news, really, news, news. really, really excited about this next little little nugget. But yeah, and this, I love nuggets. This isn't. This is kind of going into the past to look into the future. We're basically pulling an actor out of acting hell right now. Picking him up by his own bootstraps. Yeah, and this is an underrated guy. Um, one of my favorites, Personal. Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn? What, Steve Zahn? Do, do you know Steve Zahn? I love Steve Zahn. Failure uh, to launch? Failure to launch. Saving Silverman. That thing you do? That thing you do. Uh, is he without a paddle? I don't think he's without a paddle. Oh, he might be. I love that film, though. It's a good film. It's a, a film. Uh, it's Seth Green. Seminal film in and my... That, uh, Matthew Lillard. He's fun. Yeah. But wait, there's more. So Steve Zahn, he is going to play a monkey in War of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Shut up. No, he is, he's playing an ape in War for the Planet of the Apes, the new uh, end of the trilogy for Planet of the Apes. Wait, what? <laughs> so I think in this movie, they're going to start to be able to talk. Okay. These apes. So is he wearing a costume then? Uh... No, so you'd be, they're bringing back the costumes. That'd be cool. No, it's all 3D. They're gonna do the costumes like the the original Planet of the Apes movies were. They're all wearing monkey costumes. Right. Yeah. So Steve Zahn's gonna be wearing a monkey costume. But it's gonna have a Steve Zahn like monkey hybrid face. Yeah. Exactly. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. We'll see. It's gonna be a Steve Zahn monkey hybrid, and hopefully as a speaking role. I'm I'm just picturing him being like, oh, oh, I'm Steve Zahn. I'm I'm making jokes. I don't think he'd say his own but name like, in a movie like that. <laughs> he might. He might. But 
He's like he's the he's the quirky funny guy and like so do you think that he's going that he's going to bring a comedy aspect to this or do you think that he's making a transition cuz I've seen him in some more serious roles like he was in that movie um he was never been in a serious role. He's been in a serious role. Sahara? He was in High Fidelity. He was not in High Fidelity. He was the guy that looked like Moby. You've got mail. He was in You've Got Mail. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, but he was the comic relief. He was no, like the serious in, comic relief guy. Was he in Serendipity? Was he, did he play John Cusack's friend in Serendipity? No, that is Ari Gold. Oh, Pivens. Oh, But Pivens. anyway, we're looking forward to Steve Zahn's comeback in 2015. Steve's Zahn's do it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're pumped about that. We're super pumped. And so the last, the last bit of... Uh, Movie news. news. We're going news, back into news, the past. News, news, news. Back into the past. Back to the future past. Also, tomorrow is Back to the Future Day. So tomorrow, what it's is Future Day? Matt, for the uninitiated like me, what is Back to the Future Day? Back to the Future Day is the day at the end of Back to the Future One, where Marty and Doc go forward in time to October twenty first, two thousand fifteen. This is in the alternate ending when Marty bangs his mom. Nope. At the end of the first movie. Nope, that never happened. Did, wasn't there an alternate? Nope. Oh, my mistake. Stick to the script, Josh. My mistake. Stick to the script. Um, so, yeah, so tomorrow is Back to the Future Day, or Future Day. And in celebration, Matt and I are going to go find the clock tower and wait for a lightning strike. Yeah, we really wish we would have flying cars at this point, and ho- most importantly, hovering skateboards. At least a hovering skateboard. Is it so much to ask? Um, or those sweet um, Nikes that lace themselves up. Yeah. Or I, that jacket that... I would love a baseball almanac that would tell me all the teams that won the World Series so I could bet on all those games. Yeah, it could be okay. I would rather just have Biff's um, casino place. Yeah. I don't, I don't think nah, I want I don't, I don't think actually so. want that. That's stupid. No, that'll... That'll, that. it's, uh, that'll put you on a, down a bad I'll, path. Yeah, I'll take that back. I don't want to be on that path. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want to go Biff down that path. path. Um, but anyway, our last tidbit of movie news is I thought we just did our last. We're doing a Roadhouse sequel. We're doing it? No, we're not. Doing <laughs> we're making it. a sequel no, to the Roadhouse. No, no, no. there is a Roadhouse sequel. It's a, it's, a, it's not. It's not a sequel. It's a reboot. So with Jack Reacher, we have a sequel. sequel. With Die Hard, we have a prequel. prequel. With Steve Zahn, we have a threequel. Uh, a prequel. A, a, a career a, reboot. Monkey up a prequel. A reboot. A reboot. No, <laughs> no, no. Because they're already they're deep in a reboot. They're doing another reboot. No, I'm saying Steve Zahn is a reboot. Oh, Steve Zahn's himself. a reboot within a sequel. Yes. Within a sequel of a reboot. Yes. Well, and this last one's a, re- a reboot. This is a reimagining. Roadhouse with Ron Ronda Rousey. That's epic. It's gonna be awesome. I hope they stick. To like the shittiness of the original one. I hope they don't let her talk. I hope they let her talk. She was great in Fast Seven. That line where she was like, "Fast uh, Eight? Which get, one was it? Fast Seven. She's like, "Get out of this room." She's like, "Stay out of this room. Don't come back in this room, or I'll whack you." This is my room. And then she whacked him. Then she whacked her. Whacked him off. Whacked him. Wait. Rousey wax him. Rousey rap. Wow, Rousey rap him. We got a Rousey rap. We got a Rousey. We got a Rousey rap. She's a Rousey rapper. We got a Rousey. Yeah, we're gonna whack him. We're gonna rap. Yeah, I'm wrong to Rousey, and I came here to whack you. I'm gonna whack you up. Yeah, that's what she's gonna do. Yeah, they should just let her do that. Yeah, we're looking forward to this. This should be really fun. Great. <laughs> um, uh, and the Nick Cassavetes is directing this. He did Alpha Dog. Oh. And John Q. Yeah. Alpha Dog's one of our favorites. JT, right? JT. I knew that. I uh, love Alpha Dog. Bruce Willie. 
Bruce Willis. I think Bruce Willis in it. Was no Ben Affleck. 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 Um. Anyway, we're excited about this. It's a. It's a remake. Roadhouse Scout just walked back in the room and is staring at the wall. She is. Wow, she's staring at the wall real hard. She's really looking into those wall movies. That's um. Those are her movies. Those are her special movies in her head. Okay, Scout, chill out. Well, that's a great segue, Scout, into our next segment. Uh, Josh and I go to the movies. The boy, the lads at the movies. Lads at the movies. Lads go to the movies. So this week, Josh and I went to see Crimson Peak. We were really excited about this. Well, I was really excited. You kind of weren't that excited. Yeah, so if, if those of you that don't know, Crimson Peak is Guillermo del Toro's uh, new <laughs> film. Um, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, it's it's his gothic romance. Uh, totally unique idea. Not you, a horror story. Not a horror movie. It's a It's a gothic romance. It's a gothic horror romance. It's a gothic romance. No horror. It's a gothic romance with ghosts. There's some horror sprinkled in there. Yeah, but that's not the focus. That's not what Guillermo wants you to see. But so we we went in with I went in with extremely like middle of the road expectations, and I went in with incredibly high expectations. <laughs> we both were extremely disappointed. Moderately disappointed. Pretty disappointed. I think we came to the agreement that it wasn't a bad movie, but it also wasn't a good movie. Josh, explain to like give us before we dive into like what was great and great about the movie. Just give us a quick summary about what the movie was about. Well, we're in Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York, turn of the century, turn of the twentieth century, right? Nineteenth century. No, twentieth century. Yeah, twentieth century. Twentieth century. Twenty. You have one ahead. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Nineteen hundred. back. Twenty. Yeah, we'll you see. Gotta go back to go forward. Yeah, we'll look it up later. I think that's right. We'll fact check that for we'll next, that next episode. So we're twentieth uh, century. We get that girl um, Mia Wachowski, right? She's one of the Wachowski sisters. Yeah, Wachowski. She plays the daughter of a widowed um, tycoon of the. What is he like the energy oil? Yeah, he's like the Buffalo guy. He's the big, the big, big Buffalo in Buffalo. Yeah, and they live in this big house, and then a shorten uh, it up, Josh. Okay. Uh, a strange foreigner comes from England. Uh, a baronet comes with a, a crazy proposition for a new device that extracts clay from the ground and makes it usable. Yeah, the, huge spoiler alerts coming up here, guys. So if you want to see this movie, go fuck yourselves. And I think you should go see it anyway. If you want to see it, don't let Matt discourage you. And so the the girl, the daughter, I forget what her name is, um, Enora or something. She sees ghosts, but that doesn't come into play until later. And the ghosts say, beware of Crimson Peak. Beware of Crimson Peak, but she doesn't realize it. And then this guy... Um, he, like, sweeps her off her feet. Loki from the Avengers. Yeah, he takes her to England. Back to his house in England that has um, and no it's like, And it's there. just, like, this creepy old house. It's and called he, the Edinburgh He has this estate. creepy old sister who's, like, uh, Jessica Chastain from Interstellar and The Martian. Good call. And, and then it's just, like spookiness and there's like ghosts and it gets crazy but this is not that crazy it's, it's like a gothic romance it's just story. straight up spookiness ensues and there was so much wrong with this movie i think it had a great strong first act um first act was was great was but okay. like here let's do a little role playing so i'm i'm uh i'm a, i'm a studio executive and you're guillermo del toro and we're Actually, no, I'm going to switch roles. I'm going to be Guillermo del Toro. Well, I want to be Guillermo. All right, we'll take turns. Okay, you be Guillermo. No, you so, be Guillermo. Yeah, you start. So okay. I'm, I'm the exec. Um, you walk in my office. This is three years ago, and you're, you want to pitch me on Crimson Peak. Okay, yeah, so this is our hypothesis of how this movie got made. Yeah. It started with one idea that the whole movie was based around. Okay, so 
So, oh, thanks for coming in today, Guillermo. Uh, this is I'm I'm really excited about to hear your new idea for this new film. Uh, so, what do you what do you got for me? It's a me, Guillermo de Toro. It's a uh, it's a one big mansion. Uh, it's uh, it's in the middle of the snow, and it's uh, it's a red snow. It call it Crimson Peak. We make a movie. So, so uh, uh, just let me get this straight, Guillermo. Uh, so, can you tell me a little bit more about the plot? Yeah, it's, it's a big house, uh, and on the walls of the house, there's a clay. But the clay is a red. It's a, it, looks, it looks like a blood. But it's not blood. It's a clay. And it goes down the walls. And in the snow, up through the bottom of the snow, uh, it comes a clay. It looks like blood. It crimson peak. <laughs> so, can you tell me a little bit about, like, the characters Yeah, involved? oh, a big, scary house. Um, no ceiling. Uh, there's going to be no ceiling in the house. Uh, it's going to be an open roof. Uh, leaves will be falling through the, through the roof. No trees anywhere, but leaves keep falling. A ghost. A clay. It looks like blood. It's a crimson peak. <laughs> okay. Th uh, thank you, Guillermo. I think we're going to greenlight this film immediately. Ah, oh, buenissimo. <laughs> He's Spanish. Yeah. Bueno. He sounds Italian. It's a me, a Guillermo. It's a me, a it's Guillermo. A, a crimson peak. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much what Crimson Peak was. It was just like house, spooky house porn. Yeah, it was beautifully shot. Um, the mise en scene was phenomenal. The the music was great. Music the, was great. The art direction was unbelievable. Unquestionably amazing. But the amazing. plot was so bad. It was weak it, at best. It was lackluster. It was very. It was like it's been done. There's not to. Yeah, we're gonna well, spoil it's it. It's never There's been some, done, but like nothing happens. It's very slow burning with no big payoff. It's just like, oh, there's another ghost. There was one like excruciatingly long. We have to scene have one more ghost in of, the scene. Uh, Loki pulling a knife out of his cheek. <laughs> one more ghost. Yeah, one more ghost in the scene. One more. Ghost. Oh, wait, wait, wait. A little more clay on the walls. It, it looks like a blood. It's normal because it's clay, but it's blood. It's, it's a big house with clay all over the walls. It looks like a blood, but it's just, it's really just a clay. Yeah. So the, it's just like. The whole thing is like mood based and there's the plot. The entire movie is a build up for one scene where this mansion in somewhere in England is completely snowed in and up through the bottom of the snow is this red clay seeping up that looks like blood. And it's not even like symbolic. It's just like normal. It's just, it's, I mean, it's, it's a clay. You, you could argue that it's symbolic, but it's not like. It's a symbolic of the clay. It looks like a, it's a blood. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely symbolic. It's a symbolic of the blood. You, get the, you don't understand the, the symbolism. This, it's, a, it's a clay, oh, but it's a blood. Oh, yeah, let's greenlight this immediately. It's a Crimson Peak. Yeah, he had his worst opening this weekend of any movie he's ever made. It's a Crimson Peak. It's a Crimson Peak. It's um. There was some really cool, scary. Go the the problem for me is um. So being I, as it's the month of October, I came in expecting you know a fun haunted house horror movie. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like uh, it's like Guillermo's Seinfeld. It's a movie about nothing, but it's about a house. It's a movie about a house. The blood. <laughs> it's about nothing. The roof. It's open. And the yeah. other great thing about this movie, I I love this guy and I love that he keeps putting him in his movies. Charlie Hunnam. Charlie, he's um, he's an Australian actor. Um, he's he, a phenomenal actor. Yeah, he's great. He he has been in. Uh, he was in Undeclared, and he what's his main? He's in Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. He was in Pacific Rim. Um, Matt Pacific and I were Rim. so thrilled that he was in the movie that every time he came on screen, we couldn't help but giggle. Yeah, because he is such a bad actor. Because he is terrible, and his American accent is non-existent. Oh, I'm an eye doctor. Oh, I do the eye doctoring, but I also believe in ghosts. Because I'm an eye doctor, I can see things. 
Anyway, I respect Guillermo. Guillermo. Uh, we want to see Hellboy 3 happen. Yeah. We want to see 3. Pacific 2, Pacific Rim 2 happen. Also, we want to see uh, Star Wars spinoff, the origin story of Jabba the Hutt. Exactly. We want to see all these things. The Hutt father. And this is a great segue into what was the, the most, most important, important Monday, Monday night, night football, football I've, I've ever, ever seen. seen. Uh, with the Star what, Wars trailer, was it because uh, I was gonna say was it because of the Eagles and the because oh, the Eagles crushed the Giants and the Giants suck. Yeah, oh, but it was also because of another reason. Why? More, I think more nerds watched football last night than respectively, respectively, respectively what? <laughs> respectively <laughs> to the nerds or to the football? Continue. Respectively to continue. Then I've. <laughs> Wait, shut up. No. Uh, <laughs> more nerds watched football last night for a Star Wars trailer at halftime than ever before. And anyone that tuned in was not disappointed. No. Great game. <laughs> game was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good ball movements. A lot of well-used. Um, no, yeah, was, but the Star Wars trailer. Yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't watched it, pause our podcast right now. Watch the new Star Wars trailer. It was awesome. I'm really excited. They basically gave away zero plot, like they have been. Um, well, they kind of gave away the whole movie, but tight to the chest. Yeah, it's it's loose on the sleeve. Tight to the chest, like Leia's with Han in that trailer. What up, zingers? Oh shit, that was a movie that's high five. Um, but connected. initial thoughts. What what are you feeling? I I think um my personal hero and uh mentee mentor uh, Kevin Smith said it best. I don't know how I got to see this trailer. But it's the best piece of promo I've ever seen, and I cried like a little girl. Josh weeped like a child. I, I did. I didn't weep like a child, but I did tear up. Um, not not have I teared up. What moment did you tear up at? Well, I was gonna say I haven't teared up like this since that scene in Homeward Bound when Shadow finds his boy. Gotta find my boy. I gotta find my boy. I hope my boy remembers me. Uh, I think when uh, it's hard to say. It was like the whole feeling. There was a, a feeling to the trailer. It had this emotional kind of nostalgic, but new. You could just tell that it was made with loving, caring hands that respected the source material, but also wanted to elevate it to the next level. Well, after watching it a few times, it basically starts out with the the new female protagonist. Oh, this is also our first introduction to any sort of storyline. Right. Female protagonist, she's kind of lost in the world. She's lost in the world. Male protagonist, he's lost he's in the lost. world. He doesn't know what he's living for. He doesn't know. And then, and then. the next narration is Rilo, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. The new bad guy. The new bad guy. Played by Adam Driver. And he knows exactly what he's doing. He's doing bad stuff. And he picks up... Th this is my biggest problem with the trailer. He picked up Darth Vader's burnt fucking helmet... Who, in their right mind, was a, a stormtrooper who had, like, maybe 15, 20 minutes tops to run back into the fucking Death Star? Or was in the Death Star and was like, ooh, I'm going to pick this up and save it for later. I want to save this for later. You I know who picked it up, dude. Who picked it up? Luke. Did Luke pick it up? Yeah, dude. Luke, It's definitely Luke picked it up, don't you think? That's Luke's? It was Luke's dad's. Oh, spoiler, sorry. Wait, Luke's dad? Oh, yeah. True. Shit. Damn. Go watch Star Wars. Go watch Empire sorry. Strikes Back. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, maybe they'll tell us how that helmet came to be. That's a pretty good. J.J. Uh, Abrams has too much of an eye for detail to let that just slide. Well, and the thing is, I think in the trailers he's layering voiceover on top of. Oh, it's layered. Different There's layers. scenes, yeah. so you're like, oh, is this connected? So maybe you're right. Maybe Luke he's picked it up. Keeping it real tight to the chest. But I don't know why Luke would save. Well, another thing is since the the first trailer where we hear Luke talking. Luke has been completely absent from all the promotional material. Um, there was like a brief shot of him maybe in this trailer. He's touching R2-D2. Possibly. He's no. not on the poster. No, it's him. He His hand is missing. Yeah, I mean, you're extrapolating that from the scene, but maybe. Um, no, it's fucking him. Yeah, he could be. Huge could reveal be. coming up. There's gonna, we're, we're theorizing that there's going to be a massive Luke reveal of some sort of magnitude that we don't even understand yet. Yeah, this magnitude might be... It's a huge... Like seven, seven on a Richter scale. Seven point. 7.8 meg. Yeah, definitely. Like, peace out. San Francisco, well, City by the Bay. You're in the ocean now, Meg. Yeah, dude, we're going to... Is it too soon for this? Yeah, no, 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 not too soon. It hasn't happened yet. Okay, the big one. It's um, coming. Be careful. If you're in San Francisco, be careful. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Watch you're yourself. Close to that fault line. Um, But, hey, I mean, someone's going to die in this film. Someone that we care about is going to die in this film. Yeah. And your your guess is as good as mine. My, my, my guess you is guess. going to be along the lines of Han Solo. Um, my guess is Han Solo was Luke, supposed to die Leia. in Empire Strikes Back. You can't kill Han. He's I think, the spirit of us all. You can't kill him. I think you're gonna kill him. You can't kill Han. And I and I feel like they I, might actually kill I'm gonna him be before Harrison really Ford I'm gonna be life. really fucking pissed if they kill Chewie Luke Luke because that might be too much of a callback. The guy, to Obi-Wan. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen, I feel like. I, I mean, I would be so upset if that it happens. It comes from a long line of Jedis that die. You got Qui-Gon. You got Obi-Wan. Oh, got yeah. Let's, Windu. Yeah, we got to kill Luke in the first movie. Got to kill Luke. Got to kill Luke. We got to kill Luke. Got to kill Luke. Hey, George Lucas, guess what? We're going to kill Luke. <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed when that happens. Um, it's but, a story about Jedi. But hey, we got tickets Thursday night. Oh, the movie lads um, scored huge. Actually, neither of the movie lads were even on the ticket train. It was a ancillary member of the lads. Yeah, a significant other of one of the lads. S O lad member. S O lad mother. The most significant other of one of the lads. Who yeah, got us the tickets. She got us the tickets. It's fucking awesome. We're Mandy, going. You're a hero. We're going Thursday Can I say night. Say your name on this podcast. No, you can't say her name. Oh. Too late. What'd you say? I said I said the M word. Which one? Uh, the one that runs with the one that runs with Andy. Which one? Which one? Which which one? Which which name? Mandy. Oh my god! What the fuck, dude? That was, was that a bit? No, that was, <laughs> that was a terrible bit. <laughs> that was a bad bit. Um, yeah, that's Matt's girlfriend, Mandy. She's really cool. She got yeah, she's Star cool. Wars tickets. Yeah. So we're gonna see it on Thursday night. It's Check it out awesome. on Facebook. We'll definitely be <laughs> dropping a <laughs> look her up on Facebook. She's cool. Check out her. Check out her jewelry and stuff. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We're super excited uh, about Star Wars and, um, yeah, I mean, things are great. Can, uh, what else were we talking about in Star Wars? That, about? I mean, that's about it. Do you have any theories about like outside of this whole, like who's going to die? Any theories? Star about, Wars like, theories? Yeah. I've got theories about everything. How deep do you want to go? Just go deep. Okay. So I'm theorizing that we're getting, um, Kylo Ren, he's coming back. He's a new Sith Lord, and he has some sort of bone to pick. I don't know what it is, but he's got a bone to pick with the Jedis. We're getting this whole new resurgence, and somehow the old Jedis, like Luke, 
and uh, Leia, and I don't know, they're kin. They're somehow warped back into this whole scene. Uh, what do you think about it? Fuck it, Josh. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm just talking my ass right now. We're going we're gonna to call up uh, our dear friend, Adam Sandler, no, at this point. Do we're we doing not, it. Can we not do that again? We're doing it. Can we, can we not? Adam Sandler. Uh, so we, we've got an inside track. We got a hold of his PA on his last film, Pixels. And he said he might have his number, so we're gonna try to give him a call here. Uh, so, Paul, is this, is this a different number than we tried the last different five number? Times, we, four times? yeah, it hasn't worked yet so far, this but we're gonna try right really, now. Really great bit that we're doing here. Here we go. Looks like it's ringing. This is so exciting. My my heart's ringing. beating with anticipation right now. Now, what is that? Uh, What's that ring I'm hearing in the background there? <laughs> Come on, Adam. This bit is awesome. He's not going to pick up. I think we oh. need to re- retire this bit. Yeah, we'll try him again next week. <laughs> I think we should just go, go ahead and retire yeah, that one. Yeah, don't worry. But, hey, that was our uh, episode five, Movie Lads. Return of the Strike Backs. Movie Lads Strike Back. Movie Lads Return to Strike Back. Eating all the cheese in your house. We're not doing that. I'm not eating dairy right now, actually. Yeah, Josh has gone vegan. All he's drinking is fucking kombucha. Not vegan, and there's vodka in this kombucha. Yep. Well, we're drinking vodka kombucha <laughs> up here in Austin, down here in Austin, it's Texas. A, uh, it's a compromise. Compromise. It's a compromise. I got to meet this fucker halfway in the middle. Got to meet him somewhere. Yeah. Well, okay, so we've had a lot of fun talking to you. Like I said, we're getting back in the, the swing of things. And so you can expect to see a lot more of the lads. Yeah, way more lads. They, entering you through the ears. Entering in all sorts of force, forceful ways. And I, no, like, <laughs> forceful. No, 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 no. Doesn't Leia say, like, enter the force into your, your body? Uh, yeah, this sounds kind of force rape. <laughs> no, no, no. She says, like, let the force enter you. Let the force enter you. Be yeah, one, let yeah. the force enter you. Let, yeah, let us, let, let this podcast enter you. Let us enter you. <laughs> no, 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 Prove no. us wrong. <laughs> Prove us wrong. Get us some passes. Oh, hey, we're going to, if you're, uh, if you're part of Wizard World's Comic Con, we're currently uh, seeking some press passes. Yeah, we got Comic-Con coming to Austin, uh, our la- Halloween weekend. Halloween weekend. And we would love to go. Yeah, we sure would. And we'd even more love to not pay to go. So Yeah, prove us right. Prove us right. Just let us come. Let us come for press free. Press, pass. We'll talk about you. Yeah, we'll Maybe, email you. If you don't suck. Okay. Thanks, right, guys. Uh, we'll see you at the, what's our sign-off? This is Matt. I do, or do, and this is, no, this is Josh. <laughs> and this is. Movie Movie lads. lads.